A Weekend with Jason Dacey Replay from Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money FM. Hope you're having a good Saturday morning. Got your cup of coffee and sit back. We have a fun segment coming up right now for those of you interested in football and maybe some of you who aren't necessarily interested in football. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Wayne Rooney, who's in America. Recently, he hit the headlines after triggering a security door alarm at Dulles Airport. And that was in uh, mid-December. Neil Humphreys, who is the new paper columnist, author, humorist. Take us through what's gone on with this, uh, Neil, because it's, uh, it's an evolving story, as we say. Well, yes. Good morning, Glenn. Good morning, everyone. And you make a very good point there about the coffee. So if you're listening to this, preferably not in a car, but if you are listening, have a quick sip of the coffee, settle back and listen to this. I have to give it a little bit of context. This is not the first time Wayne Rooney has got himself into a little hot water. Uh-oh. Two years ago, he was found drunk, slumped and slurred in a car that wasn't his, belonging to a woman that he had met in a nightclub that he was taking home to her house, surmise from that, whatever you want, <laughs> while his wife is at home carrying their fourth baby. Ouch. That in itself got him into a lot of trouble. He was subsequently convicted mm. for drink driving, mm. somebody else's car, therefore no insurance and everything else. Right. So he had a conviction for that. He's had previous allegations that, frankly, if we went through them all, we'd be here all day. But suffice to say, he's had a checkered past. Yeah. Goes to the U.S. $10 million contract he signs for Major League Soccer in the U.S. He's, he's clearly he's the most well-paid, highest-profile yes. football player yes. in the U.S. Absolutely. right now. Absolutely. They want him to be their current Beckham, their David Beckham. Right. He's, he's 32, but he's still playing very well. He only just recently retired from England. Manchester United legend, of course, one of the most famous, high-profile footballers of the last 20 years, without a doubt. A right. poster boy <laughs> for the American soccer revolution. <laughs> he gets over there, and he plays for Washington, home of another narcissistic <laughs> lunatic. But enough about that. <sighs> so he goes to Washington. He's playing for D.C. United. United, and then he goes out and takes a very highly paid gig in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. We can get into should he have taken that anyway, but so he flies over, private jet, watches their Mickey Mouse racing tournament, you know, car racing, right. like Formula 3 or something, car racing event in Saudi Arabia, has photos of himself sitting on a private jet in Instagram, right. and then it all starts because apparently, according to him, and Glenn, if this is not celebrity speak, I don't know what is. He mixed sleeping pills with uh, alcohol. Of course. Of course. He's like that famous one. He was addicted to painkillers. Yes, yeah, that's yes. my other favourite. Addicted right. to... How do you get addicted to... Anyway. It's all Panadol. code. It's how, all code. Yeah, how do you get addicted to Panadol? <laughs> so he's on the plane, has a couple, just a couple of drinks, but because he mixed it with sleeping pills, this apparently left him intoxicated and aggressive when he arrived back in Washington at the airport and he started swearing at a policeman. Now, you know yourself as an American, Glenn, uh, yeah. you do not swear at armed policemen in airports. You do not breach security. You do not open security doors. And he tried to go back into some secure area through a security door. It set off an alarm, blah, blah, blah. Frankly... He's lucky he didn't get shot. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, right? Or yeah. tasered or something serious. Yeah. But here's the interesting point. Rather than it go through a very embarrassing trial and whatever, whatever, he accepted the uh, immediate punishment, the $25 fine. That sounds like it's nothing. But the thing is, the fact that he admitted that fine, Glenn, means he's admitted 
his guilt his to guilt. a charge yeah. of being intoxicated and swearing at a police officer. Now, what I wanted to ask you, Glenn, this is very serious. Mm. They see him as a poster boy for their sport. They try to sell a clean, wholesome image. They present soccer in the way they present hot dogs and baseball. They want it to be a very family-friendly game. Not so much like the UK and, and parts of Europe where it's very rah-rah, very testosterone alpha male. Right. In America... They want it to be like basketball, baseball. They want it to be a family-friendly event. How serious do they treat their poster boys in the U.S.? There is certainly no shortage of bad stories about uh, American sports stars, right? It happens quite often in a variety of different scenarios. But it is a big deal. And, you know, the long arm of justice comes down hard on players, especially within their own clubs, football, baseball, whatever. Because it is, you know, they are looked at as role models. Some of them get away with it as yeah. being the bad boy, etc. It's their image. Yep. But in this case, I think you're right. Professional soccer, and he's playing, Wayne's playing for DC United, mm. is it's slightly different. It's, it's trying to be more family friendly and, yeah. and more accessible. So apparently, coming soon, he's going to have to sit down with yeah. the bosses, right? In the coming days. Because, I mean, look, this is a two and a half year, $10 million contract. If I'm one of the fellow American indigenous pros, if you like, in the dressing room, I'm thinking, I'm getting less than 10% of what you're getting. And yeah. if that happened to me, I'd probably be fired. And, that, and that's being truthful. If I was a young 21, 19-year-old American guy coming through and I get found drunk at an airport breaching security doors, I'm probably out the yeah. door. Game over, yeah. My contract gets cancelled, yeah. especially yeah. with security-conscious America right now. So, yes, he will meet the soccer chiefs in the coming days. I don't think they'll tear up his contract because then it, it spirals and becomes a whole greater controversy than it already is but they will give him a very serious talking to because you're absolutely right I believe that soccer in the US is at a bit of a tipping point it had a kind of Philippe a jump in recent World Cups they didn't qualify for the last World Cup their national team is in a bit of a mess there is no current Beckham mania and here's the thing that you know very well Glenn It's a little bit like in Singapore where we're trying to get away from that idea that, whether we agree or not, that football in Singapore is predominantly a Malay sport and we want to encourage more Chinese participation. It's exactly the same in the US. They're still trying to break that, rightly or wrongly, probably fairly, stereotype that it's Mm. still predominantly an Hispanic sport and they need to get through into that Anglo-Saxon, white picket fence, middle America, heartland where the other major baseball, basketball, American football dominate to really break through and penetrate the market. And they need a nice, clean-cut, wholesome image to do that. And that's one of the reasons, Mm. Glenn, why they brought Rooney over, like Beckham, because he's got the four kids, he's got the wife, he's got the whole family package. They love to see photos of him shopping in that, what's that place, Bethesda? Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, yeah, Bethesda. There's a nice suburb outside of Washington. I've stayed there before. They love seeing those shots of him having ice cream with his kids and having popcorn and going to ball games and basketball. That's the sanitised, slightly corporate family image they want. They don't want the Liverpool... Lager loud. Yeah, they don't want a lager loud who got arrested as a t- you know, and was frequently, not frequently, I take that back, but was found to be uh, rather enamoured of, of sex workers, shall we say, when he was younger. Yikes. So they don't want that image, they want the corporate family image, and those talks in the coming days will be quite serious. Not to get too uh, tabloidy about it, because we don't know his personal yep. life, you know, from him, but what does this say about his career going forward as well? Mm. I mean, you know, behaving in this way, he's not a young man anymore. No, he still is very, you know, he's obviously still a great player. But what does this say about potential for his career 
longevity. No, I think it's a very good point. It's interesting to me that a few years ago, he picked the same biographer to write his autobiography as a very famous Paul Gascoigne. Now, Paul Gascoigne is seen as the poster boy of what you should not do. Paul Gascoigne was probably the greatest British footballer of the last 30 years. Mm. But the alcohol and drug and mental health issues, they just ate away at him like demons. And the second Paul Gascoigne retired, his life just really spiralled out of control. He's been arrested several times, lots of drunken incidents. There's been uh, major depression issues. He's gone to various facilities to try and clean up his act. And there have been tenuous connections made to Gascoigne and uh, Wayne Rooney, this idea that you're a working-class kid from the heartlands, minimal education, mm. football's been your entire life. You have similar stories sometimes sure. in the U.S. with basketballers, Absolutely. you know, they yeah, get yeah. these guys, some poorer guys. It's a way out of a, yeah, yeah, a, a it's life. it's a way out of poverty yep. from the ghettos and yep. so on, the trailer parks. It's a very similar situation. Even in Singapore, to a lesser degree, sometimes you get the kids. Last days it used to be the kampongs, now it's the heartlands, the, right. the three-room flats, and they're not always equipped for life after the sport. So this is the issue for Rooney. Minimal education, housing estate, council kid. What happens now? He likes a drink. Like all Angmors in the UK, he likes a drink. (laughs) He used to like the sex workers, but hopefully that's passed. So he is at something of a tipping point. We hope not because he has been a good footballer. And let's just hope that he cleans himself up and we don't find him drunken in a car anymore with any women that's not his wife. Neil Humphreys talking about Wayne Rooney. We will hope for the best and keep our eye on that story in coming weeks. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.